Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, well, if you know it's a big deal because Tyler Drake stopped whatever he was doing out there, walked in here and was like, I got to talk about Jonathan Gannon, and I got to do it now. Well, you know, Tyler's been all over it. All over. He has. He has been all over it, and he's joining us in studio right now. Tyler, what's going on, man? Hey, we've got a, we finally have our answer. So there we go. I think uh, everybody can take a sigh of uh, relief and say, hey, we've they've got a guide. Now, what happens after that? Okay, so Tyler, my first question for you oh, is boy. when... When did you hear of Jonathan Gannon being a possibility? I, well, I felt like I heard rumblings before the Super Bowl, before all that, that he could be a potential candidate. Yeah. But until Sunday, when that report came out that they requested an interview with him, that's when it really was like, whoa, here we go. This seems like this is a little bit of a streamlined kind of deal we've got going now. Yeah. And they couldn't talk to him because of the, you know, how when Monty got hired and everything with the interviews and second rounds and couldn't talk to him then. So finally he gets to talk to him and sounds like they didn't let him leave, leave on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Probably oh, yeah. smart if that's your guy. Right. Yeah, no, and that, once again, I'm just trying to put it together right now. If, in fact, this could have been a situation where Monty Ossenfort did have him targeted the whole time. Well, it did seem like uh, Albert Breer actually had a report out a couple days ago that right. said that he was among right. the three guys that he liked with Brian Callahan. So they talked to Brian Callahan after the, the Bengals were knocked out of the playoffs, but couldn't talk to uh, Gannon yet. But so. I just wanted to make sure I was remembering that correctly. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Gannon was not a name we no. were hearing in the beginning out at of all. The, what, 12 guys? Yeah, yeah. he, was, he wasn't included in there. printed in this in the studio for a while. Right. We were just checking him off. No, he was he was not on there. So, Tyler, this is where it gets, um, it's, it's tough to figure out what to think of this guy because Eagles fans, some of them don't like him, but Eagles fans don't like anybody. Like no. they just don't, they were just in the Super Bowl two days ago and they're complaining. So I can't, I, I don't want to overreact to that. Their defense was lights out most of the season. It wasn't San Francisco, but it was like right there, right? Mm-hmm. The, the next peg right below San Francisco. And if that's not all him, I mean, be consistent. Wolf, you always say players play, coaches coach, that's but right. that's obviously part of it. He, you don't accidentally have the defense they had and Jonathan Gannon have nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just going to be really interesting to see just how it all comes together. Obviously, I think it's a huge step for guys like Isaiah Simmons, Avon Collins. I think from everything that I've heard about Jonathan Gannon, he's a player's guy, and I think the defense loves having that type of person in there. I think VJ was a little bit like that. So, just that aspect of it, I know there's a lot of questions with what's going to happen with the offense, what's going to happen with Kyler Murray, and just who's going to work with him, but I think from looking on the defensive side, as much as nobody really likes to talk about the defensive side of the Cardinals, that's a, I think it's a good hire on that side, just because... You can see how he's worked with guys. I think Hassan Reddick's a great example. He, you know, he went off in Carolina, went off with the Philly, with Philly, but at the same time, Gannon was there helping him out the whole way. I think they had 70 sacks this past season. So 70. that's yep. huge. That's huge. And obviously, you know, recency bias with the Super Bowl and everybody seeing that 25, 24 point, uh, you know, second half from the Chiefs is going to definitely, you know, maybe raise some eyebrows. But at the end of the day, I mean, you've got to look at the full uh, body of work that he's put, on, put in with the Eagles. And I 
I think that says a lot moving forward for the defense the defensive side of things for Arizona at least yeah there's no doubt about it it's a situation where some Eagle fans at least today some Eagle fans are not happy with Jonathan Gannon and it was because they don't think he blitzed Patrick Mahomes enough they don't think he was aggressive enough going after him and can I just tell you this right now Eagles fans that are out there (laughs) Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league against the blitz just so just so you know that he's the best against the blitz it's one of those things that every defensive coordinator has got to say if we're going to get home if we're going to get to pat mahomes it's going to be rushing four we're not going to sit here and blitz and open ourselves up and let him hit travis kelsey over and over and over again you got to be really really careful going after patrick mahomes and I think that's one of the reasons why the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, were able to get back into it mm-hmm. in the second half. And yet I don't blame Jonathan Gannon for that in the least. Now, look, if the conversation was if the criteria is you have to be able to shut down Patrick Mahomes to be a head coach in the NFL, yeah. only like two teams that have head yes. coaches and they wouldn't even really be qualified either. But that's the narrative out there yeah. with the yeah, Eagle fans. It's Eagle fans. Yes. Um, Tyler, Tyler Drake joining us in the studio. The, the reality now is no matter who the offensive coordinator is, no matter what other hires they make, there's going to be separation between the head coach and Kyler Murray, which is something a lot of people wanted, especially as last year progressed. There's going to be a head coach and an offensive coordinator. So just from being around the team as much as you have the last couple of years, how much does that just simple, basic fact right there help this group. I think they needed to change. I think there was a definite need for a culture shift, and I think this is one way to do it. I think there was a reason why they had so many defensive-minded guys that they wanted to talk to. I believe that they just felt like, hey, we got to go. If we're going away from Cliff, we've got to go fully the other side of the world for Cl- away from Cliff. So I think this is kind of what we're seeing now is defensive guy, get that degree of separation. You know, you're the head coach. OC's got to work with Kyler. Obviously, that's going to be a relationship you've got to watch. But at the end of the day, the head coach is the whole team, not just one side. So I think that will play a big part in, you know, changing the the tide of the team, I should say. But, I, you know, who knows when, how fast that'll be. But I think it's a step in the right direction of just, hey, OC, Kyler, go do your thing. You need me. I'm doing the whole entire kickaboodle of everything. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting, guys, to see what happens now because think about the Philadelphia Eagles and think about the Eagles' offense. How many times have we talked about how similar the Eagles' offense has been to the Arizona Cardinals' offense? with Cliff Kingsbury. How can you think about how similar their offense was with Kyler Murray and what he's been able to do here? I think honestly right now that's that might have might be I should say one of the big reasons why Jonathan Gannon is in fact the head coach here. Not only the defensive minded head coach, which I love, gives him separation from Kyler Murray immediately says, I'm the head coach here, you're the quarterback, but also that staff for the Philadelphia Eagles right now, hey, how'd you love to be an offensive coordinator? <laughs> There's no, there's nobody on that staff. Right now I'm looking at Brian Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm looking at Kevin Petullo, the passing game coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. How'd you like to be an offensive coordinator for us? I think there's a real possibility that Eagles coaching staff could get pilfered. 
Uh, Tyler, real quick before we let you go, um, can they have him bring Fletcher Cox over? Because Fletcher Cox is an unrestricted free agent, so can he just take him with him? Like earlier, we were saying, can you bring Hassan Reddick over? But obviously, that, yeah. he's signed forever. <laughs> Fletcher Cox is a UFA, so how about he just goes to? He says, hey, why don't you just come over and play for the Cards? Yeah, hey, uh, hey, I'm coaching the team. I'm defense. Let's go.